Hello and welcome to These Are The Things. I was going to go into a big spiel about 2020 and just go over what had happened. But oh, for God's sake, like, where would you start? Where would you actually begin with that? So I won't, and instead I'll just tell you about the things that got me through 2020. So my name is Lucy Heaney, and these are the people and the things that got me through the hell that was 2020. First off, I'm going to start with um, YouTube. And I spoke about YouTubers in the last episodes, people who do it well and the disaster of people who do it extremely badly. And it, it, I think lockdown has been a really interesting period of watching people who can survive. And some people really, really thrived creatively during this period. And the channel I'm going to talk about is actually a family-run channel. It's run by Nadia Sawala, who you will know from Loose Women, and her husband, Mark Adderley, who is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, a director and producer. He directed um, Taste of My Life, which many of you might remember with Nigel Slater. It was a fabulous uh, cook show where he, Nigel Slater would bring on celebrities to go back and talk about their life and lives and how food was important in that. It was a fabulous show. So we're talking about two people who are very um, well versed in the format of TV, but equally they have adapted incredibly well to the new format of YouTube. And I don't see anyone doing it as well as Nadia and Mark, particularly during lockdown. To tell you about their channel, first off, they um, have a wide variety of programmes on there. They have the Popcorn Junkies, which is mainly run by Mark and their two daughters, who are wise beyond their years and would put you to shame when reviewing TV and film. Um, and his mother, Nanny Dye, who... I'm not first name terms with all of these people as well. Yeah, they've become my friends during lockdown. Like most of the people I'll talk about today, <laughs> such as been the hell of 2020. Um, most of these people have become my, my friends and I'm on first name terms with them. So Nanny dies, Mark's mother, and she also gets involved in the uh, film reviews. So that's Popcorn Junkies. They also have their vlogs, which are a reality TV show and that's really interesting because of their wide range of interests. Uh, it's usually when we're not in lockdown, um, is about going to galleries. Nadia is a wonderful foodie. It's um, She's usually cooking. Um, they have used to go in the real world, used to go on quite a lot of holidays and um, extensive travel, Greece, Spain, Berlin, uh, to name but a few. They also have um, a relationship podcast, but it, which is also broadcast on their YouTube channel called How to Stay Married So Far, which is incredible to watch because they are brutally honest with each other. And I don't know how either of them recover from doing that show, but it is fascinating to watch. Um, just as relationship or even not just couples relationships just friendships just to see two people be that open and honest with each other and to be able to talk that out is fascinating 
but they're brave. I wouldn't be doing it. Um, they also have a Sunday show, which is for family guests. So if you sign up for, I think it's one ninety nine a month, which even in these difficult times, that's not a huge amount of money. Uh, you get a Sunday show, which is nearly a two hour long show where Nadia cooks two different dishes. Nanny Dai, who's a former librarian, does a book review. Nadia's father, Nadim Suala, the famous actor, he does a little bit of philosophy at the end each week. Um, they do the Sunday papers. Yeah, it, it's, it's really entertaining, plus they do a live. But the live is kind of where these two have thrived and where they have brought this community together that I haven't see, seen any other YouTuber do. Um, over any period of time. During the first lockdown, they decided to do a morning live called Coffee Moaning. And it was basically just bait to lift spirits and talk about current affairs. But I think because of both of their experience on television, they have an intimacy and they have a way of being able to bring the audience in and make you, the audience, feel as crucial to that morning live as they are so it's been it's they've built a really really great community and honestly we're heading into another lockdown from what i can see here in ireland certainly and i think in the uk it's the same i would highly recommend subscribing to this channel possibly becoming a family guest but whatever you do just have a look because it's really interesting and anybody who comes to me for advice on social media or how it should be run, I always tell them, have a look at these two because they, what they are producing, the content and the type of quality content that they are producing is phenomenal. So I'd really recommend tuning in. It's called the Sawala Adderley Family. I'll put the links down below. Next up is a powerhouse. Um, I followed her on Instagram and Twitter just to see somebody with a goal and drive and ambition. Her name is Neve Shaw. And talking about people who have thrived during lockdown, this powerhouse somehow managed, in the first week of lockdown, I think back in March, she broke both her wrists. And during that time, she also published her first book, Dream Big. and produced a podcast amongst doing holding conferences all around the world. Uh, her book Dream Big chronicles her life and she's I've spoken about high achievers in the past. This is somebody who who can set goals and just achieve them. And I think it's the difference from a dreamer like me to a visionary like Dr. Neve Shaw. She sees something and she achieves it and she goes for it. And she's a multi-hyphenate because I think from a young age, she, judging by Dream Big, she set goals of how, how to achieve high scores in class and did that, went to university, became an engineer, got a PhD in, in, in food science, um, but always then, sorry, in between all that, became an actor 
went from that to getting being in the most watched soap in Ireland at the time. Uh, also did huge improvisation um, uh, groups. Uh, so was very, very involved in the arts. But underlying all this was a childhood dream of going to space. And she, unlike so many of us, would just push our dreams aside, decided to rediscover that dream and to to go into that world and and she's a visionary so when she sees something she will achieve it to go and go to space so her her dream big book is about that road but her podcast humans in space is about talking to people many of whom have achieved that dream but many of uh, many are on the same road as neve and many are multi-hyphenates or they've come from many different careers and are still juggling a few different careers but have this focus but I always think it's fascinating to see these people who can just see the path in front of them and know how to put the goals in place of how to achieve it especially for somebody like me whose head's all over the place most of the time I find it fascinating and I want to learn but I also think it's an interesting time for us or the new year always is where we always set goals but I think god almighty 2020 has been a time of reflection so I think we've always been a lot of us have been thinking about goal, childhood goals and who we are and where we want to go and I I think it's it's an interesting one to kind of go down that path and see somebody who has the courage to take different paths in life and isn't afraid of doing so. So I'd highly, highly recommend listening to that. It's called Humans in Space. And I find it interesting. On paper, seeing somebody who has achieved so much could be quite intimidating, but it's all wrapped up in a very warm and engaging package that is... Neve Shaw. She's incredibly warm and she is very, very interested in the human spirit and people who are willing to take risks in life. And I think that's what makes humans in space really, really interesting because she really gets to the soul of the person. And these high achieving people who are not afraid of talking about their vulnerability and their fears and risks and the risks that they are taking in life to achieve their goals. So also I will put the link below for that. So it is the new year and, well, it's almost the new year and I'm thinking about making a healthier one and going back. I've certainly done the dog on it, as they say, over the Christmas. So I'm thinking about getting back to exercise, meditation and healthy food and more plant-based diet, if I can get that out of my mouth. Um, I mean it. I'll see it, I'll achieve it, it's the new me. Um, somebody who, I was doing her exercises earlier in the year and then just stopped, but uh, her name is Natalie Hayward. I've spoken about Trudy Woodall before, the energy, the vitality, the drive that is Trini Woodall, but she um, does exercises Monday, Wednesday and Friday with this force also a force of nature but she's a very very gentle force and I think that's why Nat Natalie Hayward and Trini Woodall work so well together they're very very different characters 
And Natalie, while beautiful and perfect and the absolute perfect body, isn't it at all intimidating? But my God, her workouts are, are bloody tough. They're a combination of um, Pilates and cardio and they really get you going. I think between Trini talking and uh, getting everything in, they're all about 50 minutes long, but sometimes Natalie does her own workouts, which can just be combined to about 40 minutes. Her own workout, her workouts with Trini are usually uploaded to YouTube, but she also does her own workouts on her Instagram channel and she also uploads little diet tips, not diet tips, healthy living tips, that's the wording for 2021. Healthy living tips um, about different foods, little granola, protein bars, things like that that actually look delicious. I haven't tried them, but they do look delicious. So I will put the link below. I'm talking about people who've got me through 2020 and in truth, Dak Shepherd has actually got me through, yeah, since 2018. Um, I've spoken about his podcast before, but I am on repeat mode here. It's the end of the year. Uh, Armchair Expert was doing very, very well. I mean, as podcasts go, it was one of the top podcasts in the world. But they just hit a new level, himself and Monica Padman. Um, in 2020 and particularly during lockdown. I spoke about Monica's uh, podcast which she did with her friend Jess which was basically a relationship podcast and that came under the umbrella of Armchair Expert but Armchair Expert has really expanded this year not just in their guests. On Mondays they have um, kind of the celebrity guests on Jason Bateman, Hillary Clinton, Sean Penn, Bill Gates, Alanis Morissette, Melissa McCarthy, that's just a handful of the people who've been on in about the past four months. It, the type of guests he's getting are phenomenal. Then on Thursdays, they have experts on experts, which are basically scientists, professors, astronauts, um, who talk about a subject that they are an expert in. There are a lot of psychologists, a lot of relationship guidance. Uh, there's a really interesting one with an Australian professor called David Sinclair, and it's about the process of aging. Um, not And not in the vein, how do I get rid of, rid of these wrinkles? It's how aging is the one thing that's actually affects our health more than anything, and it's the one thing that blocks up hospitals system so if we could find a way of slowing that down and also for particularly women's reproductive system if we could slow down menopause there's no rhyme or reason why women should hit menopause so early in life when men can continue to produce nowadays when there's so much medical help um how people are looking into that to delay that or to reverse that I firmly believe had there been more women scientists that would have already been reversed but that's another subject. Um, so a huge amount of interesting people but also they move with the times and during Black Lives Matter that happened during the summer they dedicated a bonus episode every Friday for a period of about three months uh, to just black causes, black businesses, uh, people who uh, have been working for the Black Lives Matter 
um, activists as activists um, over the past few years and just talking and educating and that was really insightful. They've now dedicated one Friday a month to uh, conspiracy theories and um, I think that's a very healthy thing to do because it's there's more people than you would think um, who are in QAnon, on QAnon and just dragged into that sometimes unbeknownst to themselves. So uh, that's Doc Shepard. He doesn't need advertising, but I'm being honest, I'm talking about the people who got me through. And these are the people who got me through. These are the people I'm on first name terms with as I'm living by myself in lockdown. My friends. So uh, the other thing is, uh, it's not online. I usually, on the 6th of January, go to the IFI cinema in Dublin to see the dead. The dead uh, is um, uh, an essay by James Joyce from his book The Dubliners but this is the John Huston version of that uh, essay and it was scripted by John Huston's son Tony and it stars John's daughter Angelica Huston. And there's an intimacy and a gentleness because it's bringing us back to a more gentle time and certainly it's kind of a very middle-class Dublin from that era so it's a very gentle period for that class and it's escapism it's an old romantic view of Dublin um, and it's it's an old world from those of you outside of Ireland the 6th of January in Ireland it's called Nullag it's Women's Little Christmas, but traditionally it was also about bringing people together for the last day of Christmas. Christmas doesn't officially end in Ireland until the 6th of January. It's seen as bad luck to take down your Christmas tree before the 6th of January. And it's a celebration where you bring all those people together that you're probably, in reality, probably quite sick of in, under normal Christmas circumstances. And you bring them together and there was used to be a goose and a tradition because you weren't stuffed enough and singing and dancing. But it's how you see these lives unravel and very gently and very subtly unravel. And it's it's just very, very beautiful. It's very slow moving. If you're into a thriller or you're into a fast moving movie, don't watch this. But if you want to just sit down and eat the last of your Kimberly biscuits and your tin of quality street this is the place to go to say goodbye to christmas 20 we'll be in 2021 by then so it's been a hell of a year and uh i for one am looking forward to a more energetic um more sociable 2021 um but mo most of all well not most of all but it's high up there i'm really hoping that the cinemas reopen properly and that movies um, are released again because Hollywood has really suffered um, during this time and cinema is a huge passion of mine. Uh, but 2021 seems good for films that are about to be made. I know we're still waiting for James Bond to be released whenever that will happen. But films that are currently in pre-production that I think will be of interest. Uh, one of them is Maestro, which is 
uh, the Leonard Bernstein move biopic, which will be directed and star Bradley Cooper. It's going to be produced by Steven Spielberg, which is interesting because uh, Steven Spielberg has uh, reproduced uh, West Side Story again, one of those things that has been delayed. It has already signed up Kerry Mulligan, who is going to play Bernstein's wife, Jeremy Strong, uh, who is going to play Bernstein's secret lover. Um, so I really think that will be interesting. Bradley Cooper did a phenomenal job on uh, A Star Is Born. So, and it, yeah, you can't, it was, he's a perfectionist, so I think he will do a good job, but also it was his first movie, and there is a part of beginner's luck, and I think this is going, this, by the sounds of it, is not going to be as intimate, it's going to be much more about Bernstein's career, and how he did it, so I think it'll be interesting to see how he manoeuvres that. The Batman movie, um, I've mentioned four, Robert Patterson, Colin Farrell, Zoe Kravitz, and I've seen stills of Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, and she looks incredible and I'm not into Batman movies but my god I think I'll be going just to see the clothes and <laughs> for that she looks amazing. Speaking of clothes there is the Gucci movie um coming out which stars listen to this for a lineup Lady Gaga, Brad Pitt, Al Pacino, Jared Leto, Jeremy Irons, Adam Driver and Robert De Niro, and directed by Ridley Scott. Now, I have a theory that movies that have too many stars is never the right way to go, because there's always time fighting for screen time, people fighting for the best lines, people fighting for the correct storyline, and I think at the end of the day, the one thing that usually misses out is the movie itself. But anyway, we wait and hope, and I'll be rushing to the cinema as soon as they're open properly, and as soon as it's a safe place to go. So that's it. Those are the people, the people, my friends, that I'm on first name terms. Um, They are the people who got me through strive towards 2021 and take those steps and hopefully hopefully there's a vaccine on the way um and i will be first up to take it i'm willing to take whatever risk it takes just to get back to a semi-normal life whatever that will be and uh hope for the best if you liked this you can subscribe as i said before it doesn't hurt it doesn't cost you anything uh, it won't even be that annoying. You might get a flash up just to let you know when I'll be producing a new show. Uh, comment, let me know what you think. And uh, as I said, all links, my email address will be down below in the show notes. Thanks so much for watch, listening. Take care. Bye-bye.